0: Hey everyone, this is our midweek leadership podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. Everybody ready? Okay, so this one, I feel like I haven't got to do this for a little bit. So this is an extra large one. This is an extra large (laughs) leadership uh, that I hope uh, blesses you like it's been blessing me, continues to bless me. Um everybody let's uh everybody who's listening right now, you're not in the room, but you're listening right now, yeah. give them huge shout out. That's awesome. Ready. Way to go, everyone. Wait to go. Awesome. Oh, okay. That was really good. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, Matthew chapter seven. The whole chapter. Let's read. It. Yes. We're gonna talk yes. the whole we're literally gonna talk through the whole chapter. Verse by verse, baby. Uh so that's why it's extra large. Um so uh Matthew chapter 7 and uh I'm actually going to start at the very end and then uh then we'll go back. Uh Matthew chapter 7 verse 29 says for he talking about Jesus for he taught with real authority quite unlike their teachers of religious law. For he taught with real authority quite unlike They're teachers of religious law. And I want to talk to you and and talk to me and talk to all of our leaders in our church and anybody else who is listening about the difference between power and authority because there is a massive, massive chasm between power and authority, but a lot of us sometimes think that those are one and the same. We, We think that, if I have power, I have authority, yeah. or if I have authority, then obviously I have power or right. and 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 I just want to talk through the difference a little bit and talk about what authority uh how how we can actually have authority yeah, in our life uh because everybody runs and wants power yeah. everybody is is like making a decision like okay, I want power in my life, I want to make sure that um I can see things change or I can see things move forward. Uh, I want power in my life. And when you start uh, acting like that, uh, this is why people are hungry for, uh, sometimes hungry for position Mm -hmm. or hungry for title Uh uh, because they think um, this is the way or this is the thing that I need to uh, get the power or authority that I want. And so people are always running after a title or they're always running after this next position or this next thing because they think this is the thing that's going to help me change because all they understand is power. But the issue... That I want all of us to see. I I, I really want us to dial in here at yeah. this moment. Yeah. Okay, I I want us to see. There's a difference between authority and power, yeah. Yeah. because if I, see, I can overpower my son right. mm-hmm. to do what I want him to do. Yeah, but it's only authority that actually makes him respond to me and choose to change or choose to do the thing that I want him to do. And so many of you, you're wondering why things aren't working out the way that you want them into your life is because you're running after power, but you're not running after authority. And because you you think that power is going to do the thing that you need uh, to get the change in your life that you want. And I'm telling you, power will not do it. Authority will. That's why so many people were so amazed that Jesus was was teaching was real authority. Because all these other religious leaders, all they had was power. But they didn't have authority. They didn't have, and, 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 and if you want to see change in your life, if you want to see change in other people's lives, if you want to ch- see change in the life that you're living right now, you better start running after authority. Right, right, yeah. right. That's great. So good. Instead of choosing to, well, I'm just going to run after power. I just need another title. I just need a bigger thing. I just yeah. need, the, if I just got more responsibility, if I just got a, a bigger position, if I just, if they just saw what... I, I I Who I was, so they'd give me this next position at your at your job or if they if if it, this would happen over here, so I could just take the next rung of the ladder. I want to let you know you're going to have the same problems at that position yep. that you had at the lower position because the problem was you never had authority in any of those positions Come on. Wow. and so it's uh, you always think, oh I, I just need a little more po-. no it's not, that power is not going to help change. Yeah. You might be able to assert some dominance in a little bit, yeah. but you're never going to see real change in anybody's life. You're never going to see real change in your life if you don't have yeah. authority. So everybody see that this is what we want to run after. Yeah. We want to run after. Yeah. How do I cultivate authority in my life? Yeah. Yeah. Just, also, self-authority. Like there's some things running in your life right now that are running out of control, and you're trying to assert power over them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but they're not changing. Yeah. And it might be because you don't have real authority so in your good. own That's personal so life wow. so to say, stop this right now. Yeah. I'm going to awesome. move and change so right now. And so the, when, you start, when you start understanding what authority is, when you start understanding what true authority is, then you start seeing what true change really yeah. is instead of what well, power. Okay, so, so let's go back to... Uh, This first, uh, the beginning of Matthew chapter seven, because here's, here's the issue. When these people started to say, okay, he taught all of this stuff with real authority, Jesus. Well, how did he do that? Well, we know that whatever Jesus says, he's actually, he actually is, right? Whatever he says, he actually is. He's doing those things all the time already he doesn't say anything that he is not already but we're used to other people talking a good game but not actually being a good game and so uh, what i'm saying is everything that jesus said in this whole chapter all of these things actually add up to why he has authority Mm -hmm. because he is all the things that he's saying so this chapter actually gives you a checklist of if I can cultivate these things in my life, I'll have I'll have true authority. If I can cultivate these things down here, if you want to have real authority in your life, if I want to have real authority in my life—not just power, but real authority—to yeah. see things change—okay, then let's start cultivating all of these one. things in my life. Okay, so uh, Matthew chapter seven, verse verse one. We're not going to go through all of it. Uh, every verse. I'm just going to go through the chunks of these verses of the the subjects. Um, The first one, Jesus says, do not judge others and you will not be judged. What gives you authority as a leader? Number one, innocence. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do you cultivate innocence In your life, meaning like stop getting in everybody else's business and start passing judgment on who's better or who's not better. Or, oh, should they? Some some of us wonder why we don't have authority. And and it might be because we're just so interested in everybody else's business. And we just want to judge everybody who's better than who. And the comparison trap is very strong. In you and yeah. and you know you can't um you can't really say certain things in church, and so you say stuff like, Well, let's just pray for this person because they're really dealing with this, wow. Wow. but you're just gossiping and judging them. Come on. And we don't talk about gossip a lot, but I'm telling you, it is a it is a divisive, yeah. sin-filled, dark thing where you keep talking bad about somebody else and you think because you're some sort of leader that you get to talk about somebody's issues and you get to judge them because you have some kind of position and you wonder why you don't have authority. Yeah. Because you're judging. Yeah. And so stay, listen, you want to cultivate authority, stay out of people's business. (laughs) I don't know how how much cleaner I can say it, just stay out of people's business. And be real careful when you're talking about somebody else. Yes. Are you saying words of life over them? Yeah. Are you talking about who they could be Great. Uh-huh. instead of who you think they are right now? So now, I know there's issues that we need to talk about, and I understand that sometimes you're like, oh, this thing happened or that. Just be very careful. We live in a culture right now that loves to put people on blast because if I can yell about somebody else's issue, no one will see my own. Yeah. If you want authority, cultivate innocence. Uh, Number two, um, look at this one. Uh, Then this goes on to say, and why worry about this? Verse three, why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? Okay, so what did Jesus say? He said, uh, you you got a lot more issues than you think you see in somebody else. So my other um, my next if you cultivate not only innocence but cultivate introspection. Yeah. That's good. Okay, what stuff needs to change in me? So good. So do you see a log in your own eye or you only see sawdust? Mm. Right? Do you do you see something in your own life? Do you see something that you're just like this is way bigger I need to get rid of this. I'm not talking about always talking down to yourself. I'm not talking about like beating yourself up all the time. I am talking about like, oh, I can see something that needs to change. This big thing in front of me needs to change right now. Introspection instead of having amazing binoculars for everybody else's issues. This this will, if you can see everybody else's issues and blind to your own, you will never have authority. You, you won't. You won't be able to see things change. I remember what they said. They were amazed because Jesus had true, he taught with true authority. So if you're running after authority, you have to have innocence. You have to have introspection. Here's the last, Here's the next one. Verse 7 in uh, chapter 7, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. He's saying, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. So if you want to have true authority in your life, you have to have belief. You have to have belief. I'm going to keep... Keep believing, keep believing, keep believing. There's this stick is in you where you keep on asking. You you, you just have this big belief that, uh, I, I love this song that we've been singing in church for a while that says something has to break. Yes. Yeah. That's belief. Yeah. When you sing that song, that's belief. Right. Something has to break. Right. Not, the, the and some of us have this and. We don't understand this. We have this thought of hoping something may break, mm-hmm. well. and some of us have this, and we think it's fine. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully, at some point, may, maybe, maybe. I'm just telling you that's not belief. And if you want to have real authority, you got to have belief. You just keep going. You keep asking. You keep asking. You keep asking. And inside your head, something has to, yeah, right. has to break. Yeah. And when you have belief, you see how these start melding together? This is what gives us true authority. You want not power, not a position. This is what gives us true authority. Okay, the next one, verse 12, do to others whatever you would like them to do to you. This is the essence of all that is taught in the law and the prophets. Love. If you don't don't have love, you won't have true authority. Do you really love people? Not tolerate people. Not love the ones that are nice to you. Mm -hmm. Not love the ones that you're comfortable with. Do you really love all people? Yeah. Love every one of them, the mean ones, the, the ones you wouldn't hang out with. Yeah. Love them. I'm not saying you have to be best friends with Love them. Right. So I can't go through all of the stuff in 1 Corinthians 13 about love. Just talk two, okay? We won't even talk all of them. We'll just talk two of them. How you treat people. When we say, oh, yeah, I love. Because in church, when you say, oh, you got to love people, everybody says, yep, got that one. I love people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. Just define love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what is love? Just yeah. two. I'm going to just talk to. There's like a whole bunch in 1 Corinthians 13. Two. You keep no records of wrong. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Come on. So good. It's so good. Some of you think you love people but you have an amazing memory mm-hmm. uh, of what wow. people have done to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say it. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, you don't love them. Mm-hmm. You don't. Mm-hmm. You can't. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because love keeps no so record. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So no record uh-huh. of wrongs. And if you want authority in your life, you got to love people. Mm-hmm. You have to. Yeah. And so you keep no record. Here's the other one. Love is patient. Yeah. When you don't see somebody do what you want them to do, right when you want them to do it, one. are you done with them? Mm-hmm. You're not mean to them. You just put up a wall. Yeah. You're like, okay, well, there you go. But are you continuing Continually patient. Mm-hmm. Give them chance after chance after chance. And I'm not saying uh, to the detriment of your life or some, I'm, I'm just saying there's a patience there that is a constant opening to somebody. Mm-hmm. Said, so, okay, try again. Yeah. The best way I can say it is Is God patient with us? Yeah. Do you do everything right the first time with God? Mm-hmm. Do you always get it right? Have you looked back on your life and said, man, that took me years to get right. If that is you and God has been patient with you, Uh how much more do we need to be patient with other people? This is love. And if we don't have this kind of love, you will not have authority. You might run after power. You might have some position, but you don't have authority. And I'm telling you right now, if you want to see things change, God, we have to have authority. Right. Authority. Way, 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 way bigger than power. Okay, next one. Um, is this helping you also and hurting you at yeah. the same time? Yeah. Because it is for me. Like, I read through this, and I'm just like, I got so much to go to. Yeah. Uh, I, I got, like, oodles. I love that word. <laughs> love of things that I need to work on. All right, uh, number five. um. This is verse 13. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell, not an ACDC song first. Highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult and only if you find it. So you look at this and you're like, okay, what is Jesus saying at this moment? What he's saying is that there is something very important about living a principled yeah. life. Yeah. Number five, you want authority? You got to have principles. Yeah, great. You have to live a principled life where there's just some things right now, not a judge filled life. Yeah. Where you're judging everybody. I'm just talking about there's some things in your life that you just choose. I'm just not going to do that. I'm just going to choose to live this way. Just like the story we just heard uh, um, about Tiffany and Philip and their family. That's a principle that not everybody can live with. And not everybody, but it, it's just a principle. Okay, we're going to bring up food up to the church. We're going to have our dinner with the family up here while um, everybody else is, right? and while my husband's servant, we're just going to do that. It's a high principle that is built into their life that you don't put on everybody else. You internally, this is how our family, this is how I'm going to live. And you got to do it not grandstanding and not looking down on everybody else. And why aren't you doing this? And why are you? No, actually, when you start living a high principled life because you want to, it actually brings you joy and brings you yeah. this, like, oh, I just love doing this. And I, I'm not trying to put this on anybody else. I just, I, I get life from yeah. this. Yeah. This actually yeah. brings us life. Yeah. This doesn't feel like I'm like losing, I feel like I'm gaining. Yeah. This is living a high principled yeah. life. So you make decisions based on who you date and you make decisions on how you yeah. uh, carry out. Your marriage, you make decisions on how you serve at church, you make decisions on how you spend your money, and you make decisions on what you buy and what you don't buy, you make decisions on how you spend your time and how, and and you actually invest time, you just don't throw your time away. These are all principles that you live your life with, and they're high principles. But if you do it in a judgmental attitude, can I just tell you, is you're not gonna get any authority. So good. Because all the, uh, just so you know, all the religious leaders that they were talking about, mm-hmm. they had a lot of high principles mm-hmm. that they did to show off to everybody else how, yeah. how holy they were. Mm-hmm. And what did they have? They had some power, but no authority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to be very careful with the principles. Yeah. It has to be internal and not put on anybody else. This is something that I feel that I want to live, that I want. It's it's a narrow road. It's a it's something that not everybody can. can But I just feel like we're supposed to be here. I feel God has given me the grace to do it and high principle life. Verse 15, beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit. That is. By the way they act. Yeah. Can I can I just t- talk about this thing that you have to have? If you want authority, you have to have discernment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. You have to be able to see things that are below the surface. Yeah. And you have and and here's the thing: a lot of people say they're discerning. Mm. Oh, I'm discerning. But it's more of worldly wisdom Mm -hmm. than it is any kind of spiritual discernment. Because spiritual discernment sees actions, but then also sees the roots that are giving those actions, the roots that are actually making that kind of fruit. And spiritual discernment only comes from prayer. Spiritual discernment only comes from us spending time with God, it, 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 you're not guessing yeah. when you have discernment. Yeah. Yeah. You're not like, oh, I wonder what's going on at this moment. No, you see some fruit and you're like, something's wrong with the root. Something, yeah. look at that fruit and look at this thing. And, and all of it, when you have discernment, that is another piece that gives you authority. Right. When you have discernment, when you can see things that maybe a lot of other people can't, Can't see. Okay, so keep going here. Uh, Verse 21. Um, uh, Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who will actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On on judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied your name, cast out demons in your name, perform many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. So you read that, and you're just like, what is that about? Uh, It's it's about um, you can know about God but not know God. And so if you want real authority in your life, you have to practice the presence of God. You have to have the presence of God in your life, not just know about God. Some of us spend a lot of time around church. We can spend a lot of time around Christians, and we have known God, uh, known about God all our life. But when it comes to really knowing God, uh, we're real low on that one. And I just want to let you know, you will never have real authority if you don't really know God, not just know about him not know all the cultural things to say in church. Not know when to raise your hands, when not to raise your hands. Know when to serve, when not to serve. Know when to say something, when not to say something. Doesn't matter how many things you do or if you do uh, these kind of miracles or you serve in this way or you give this much in heart for the house. All of that stuff does not matter if you do not know God, if you don't really actually know him for who he is in your life and the things that he has forgiven you and the things that he has brought into your life and the mercy mercy that he's shown in your life when you start knowing who God is in your own life guess what happens you get authority you can't fake that you can't fake it you can't fake where you walk in and you haven't spent time with God in four weeks by yourself but you walk in and you sing the songs and you serve the things and you walk back there and serving kids and everybody on the outside would look and say, wow, they're really doing good, but yeah. you know about God, yeah. but you haven't known him. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this is the thing that gets us true authority. Okay, last, last one. Anyone who listens to my words, my teaching, follows it and it's and they're wise they're like a person who builds a house on solid rock though the rain comes torrents and flood waters rise and winds beat against the house it won't collapse because it's built on bedrock anyone who hears my teaching and does not obey it is foolish like a person who builds a house on the sand when the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house it will collapse with a mighty crash the last one that gives you authority. All of we've talked about seven. This is the eighth one. Stability. Mm-hmm. Stability gives you authority. What are you building your life on? Yep. Because that, that, is where your stability comes from. So how do you get, how do you get stability? You read this and you're like, okay, I'm going to build this on. On, my, uh, on Jesus' teaching and follow what Jesus is saying. That's how I get stability, right? Well, how do you do that? Yeah. Habits. Yeah. Yeah. Habits determine your stability. Good. I'm gonna say that again habits determine your stability. What, what are your habits? Yeah. What do you habitually do? What do you go, uh, where people would just say, they do this all the time. It just happens all the time. Because habits, that's what you build over, uh, habits will build in your life over time what you stand on. Mm -hmm. Habits will build over over time Mm -hmm. what you will stand on. And so you can have in your thoughts all the time I want to follow Jesus teaching I want to do this thing but if you're habitually doing something different yeah. you are putting sand on your st- where you're supposed to be standing and yeah. so your habits always will speak to yeah. what you're going to stand on so if you're um, if your habits don't, if you don't have in your habits where I'm going to spend time with God every day, or if you don't have in your habits where I'm going to serve every day, where I'm going to put myself second and put other, if you don't have in your habits where you're going to honor God with your wealth, with what happens financially in your life. If you don't have in your habits where you're like, I'm going to constantly go to somebody who's doing it better than me and ask them, how can I get better? If you don't have, in your habits, where you're constantly going, if you don't build that in your life, that listen, habits build what you stand on. Oh, that's a word. Yeah, yeah. That's so good. Habits build what you stand on, yeah. and so you can say all day long, "Okay, if I want to ha- be stable, I got to follow Jesus' teaching." But if your habits don't reflect that, uh-huh. you're not going to have that stability. Right. And so, and I'm not trying to say you got to work up this kind of thing. Like, I'm just saying, uh, uh, okay, I want to build in habits that allow the mercy and the grace of God to help me be where I need to be. And then, if you have these, all of these things, this is where you get what everybody really wants Mm -hmm. authority. Authority in your life, authority in somebody else's. And the great thing about authority, authority needs no title. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Authority needs no position. It's yeah. true. So true. Yeah. And, and some of us, I, I want all of us to hear this. Some of you are listening right now. You are running so hard after a position or a title or somebody to say, wow, you finally made it. Because you think in that moment, or we think in that moment, that's where we actually have all the influence that we want. But it's false gold. You're not getting any, you're not having any influence at all. Where you have true influence is when you have true authority. And authority isn't found in a position. And authority isn't found where you try to run after more power. Authority is found in all of these other things. And why do you think that most of us run after power but don't run after authority? Mm. Because power is a shortcut. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And authority is built over the long term. That's awesome. And a lot of us, unfortunately, we love to choose the shortcut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just give me some power give me a position this is why people leave great churches because they want more power Mm -hmm. and they don't want to stay and develop authority this is why people leave great jobs Mm -hmm. because they want they think oh I'll just get this and get some power and that's what I need They don't want to stay and develop authority. It's good. It's good. People leave great relationships, marriages, Mm -hmm. because all they think they need is power or a position. But what they really, truly need is authority. And authority is built over time. Mm -hmm. Authority is something that a lot of times is built when no one sees you. I, I know I'm going longer. I just I have to say this piece before Jesus said all this stuff. Jesus was in the desert for forty days and forty nights, being tempted and fasting and praying. And what was he doing during that time? He was building his authority. When no one else could see him, when no one else, at any moment, guess what he could have done? Destroyed his authority. Mm-hmm. And the way that he could have destroyed his authority was saying, yeah, I am going to turn this stone into bread. I am going to take, you know, the power. Think, think, yeah. just, just yeah. remember what the devil offered Jesus? Yeah. All of these right. that you see, you can be over all of this. Yeah. What did He offer Him? Power. Power. Mm-hmm. What? Je- what did Jesus Come on. choose? Right. Right. Authority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So He walked so in good. to that temple and started teaching, Come on. and everybody responded to His what? Authority. Yeah. Because all they were used to was power. Yeah. But he had something different. Yeah. I'm telling this yeah. is this is revolutionizing my life yeah. right now. Yeah. Like I'm looking through this and I'm like, I want God. I want authority. Yeah. I don't want power. I want true authority. Because yeah. that thing speaks. You can walk in. And it, this is why somebody can be the president of the United States and not have authority Mm -hmm. and somebody can be a bus driver and have authority this is is how this changes so God help us to have authority and not power Father I pray in Jesus name let this thing sink deep into our heart because God we want true authority and not power And God, we don't want to take a shortcut. God, we want to be open to the long work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks, everyone. Hey, church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.